Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast, the number one spirituality podcast on iTunes. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm the UK's leading law of attraction expert, award-winning life coach, two times best-selling author, manifestation YouTuber, speaker, and badass spiritual queen. I'm here to help you awaken and turn your dream life into an abundant reality and help you create your positively wealthy life full of happiness, abundance, and joy. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. Hey gorgeous souls and welcome back to another one of my Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast episodes. I am so excited to be here with you today talking about all things identity, age, norms, manifestation and fitting in boxes. And okay, we'll, we'll branch this with identity because most people will be like, what? what's she on about fitting in boxes and things like that? It will all become clear, trust me. But I've been really, feel, I felt cool to do this podcast for a while now. And obviously like I've shared these thoughts and feelings and musings with my nearest and dearest for a while now as they've happened. And as George always says to me, George, my bloody best friend, he's always like, this is going to make a great chapter in your next book. And I'm like, shut up, George. I just just want your advice. So I do love him for that. And he is very true. They do end up making fantastic chapters in the book. So I'm sure, and this is a chapter in my new book, so it will definitely. But I've just felt called to really be vulnerable with you all and share a few experiences that I've had over the years with, with these topics. Because it's so true that if I've gone through this, like there is guaranteed going to be other people who have gone through this in in so many different ways and in so many different shapes and forms. And if this conversation helps somebody or helps anybody, like even one person in listening, just to understand why they feel a certain way about these things or can help them to feel empowered, like that is, you know, that is amazing. So I really wanna share with you today my experiences with ageism throughout my career, throughout all of my careers, and also how our identities are really, really blocking us. Now, in terms of the age stuff, I'm gonna cover it from both aspects. I'm gonna cover it from personal experience with obviously being too young and being too old, I'll get into that. Um, And also, you know, if you yourself are feeling like you're too old for things, like we can experience these feelings of, um, you know, age and, you know, I'm gonna get into the whole societal conditioning and pressures around this, of course. But just know that this podcast is gonna be for both ends of the scale um, and for everybody in between as well, of course. And I'm gonna share some funny stories with you about, <laughs> well, you're, you're just hear what I mean. But for me, it has, this experience has felt really deflating at times. And Hannah described it really well, like it's chipped away at me for a while. And obviously, you know, in my own personal therapy sessions with my therapists and, you know, throughout my own healing, you know, I've really, I've really come to unpack this and I've been really, um, aware of the mirror here and of like, okay, like these situations keep showing up. What's the mirror? What's the lesson? What am I gonna, what am I learning from this? What is within me that is something I need to transform or look at to be able to know my worth fully and really step into that. So let me explain a little bit about this. So, um, 
over the years, so we'll start off with this career. So <laughs> over the last seven years of my spiritual business and being a life coach and talking about manifestation, um, I have been judged by my age a lot. And I'm a tough cookie, definitely. I always brush, like let these things roll off my back a lot of the time because I kind of see past it and I'm like, okay, like it's ego, like let's call it what it is. And like, it's okay for someone to have that opinion too, but you know, it's not true. We know it's not true. So there's been a lot of situations like that and it's felt sad a lot of the time because, you know, when I first started in this spiritual sphere, in the law of attraction sphere, I was 23, 24. So I wasn't old and I wasn't actually that young either. So you know, I feel for any like 18 year old starting out this for Jesus when, you know, these are the kind of reactions I had at 23, 24. And obviously, you know, being a life coach, there was a lot of judgment around being so young. And then when I published my first book at 20, was it 25, 25, 26? God, the years all blend into one now. <laughs> that should show my age. But um, yeah, I think it was like 25, 26. I then wrote my first book and then obviously, you know, who are you to write a book? You're so young. What have you gone through, et cetera, et cetera. Um, And then obviously when I got my publishing deals, we heard it again. And my friends have obviously heard a lot of this and and experienced it with me over the years. And like both of the two people I share this with commonly have both said, I just don't understand it because it just keeps happening and people keep like, you know, saying pretty disrespectful things about my age. And I'm like, okay, that's fine, but just don't follow me. If you think I'm too young, like don't follow me. But the thing is, is that these people will follow and they will be like, read the books and they will get tons from it. But it's almost like the age triggers something in them. And that's what I really wanna talk about as well is actually what that's triggering up in people and triggering up in me as well as an opportunity to grow and heal. So I've never really openly spoken about this just because it has not, I, I just don't like to dwell in stuff. I see it as what it is. I'm very much someone who will just work on this in whatever ways I can with the right people. And, you know, I, I'm a great person. Like I, I process a lot of things. I'm great for processing things and just, yeah, like just dealing with it behind closed doors. You know what I mean? I'm not someone who really like airs their dirty laundry. I was like, this is, this is what belief's coming up this week, guys. Um, So I've always just kind of, yeah, just thought, you know, okay, that happens. But I'm sure there's lots of people who do experience that as well in so many different industries as well. Like, I don't know any one of my business entrepreneur friends who are, again, very similar age to myself, if not younger, all of them experience exactly the same stuff. So I know I'm not exclusive to this and it's not something that's just exclusive to the spiritual sphere. But believe me, over the years, I've heard it all. I've heard, you know, events organizers, you know, basically being like, well, you're very young, like what's your experience? And now I feel like obviously I've got the books and you know, I've got a lot of experience behind myself. Um, Ironically, my genes have done very well and people are very shocked to hear that I'm even 29 at this point. And of course, over the years, I've again, like this is 1%, 99% of the time people are like, oh my God, you've done so well for your age. You should be so proud, like you're phenomenal. And like people feel extremely inspired by it. And that's all I've ever wanted because I want you to know before I go on a tangent about all the things um, that have been said to me over the years, that age is just a number. And when we get into the identity work and we, we unpack this together in this episode, like I really wanna dive into why absolutely none of this matters. And even recently, last week, I was sat in a therapy session with my therapist, Trevor, and you know, this came up again. This is why I'm recording this episode. And he was like, but you know that age is just a number, right? And your soul is so much older than yourself. And you've been here many lifetimes. And I was like, I know. And the silly thing is, is I know these things. And I'm not immune to feeling just a bit deflated sometimes when like, you know, something chips away at you for a while and you're like, gosh, like, why are people like that? It doesn't need to be like that. Like, I am the biggest supporter of everybody of any age. And like, I think we can learn so much from the younger community and like Gen Zs and even younger. Like I learned so much from my goddaughters like period. And I just think when we close ourselves off to learning from the younger generation and allowing 
you know, the younger generation to do it better sometimes as well. Like, gosh, I feel like a dinosaur sometimes when like all the Gen Zs come in, like being pros at TikTok. Like, honestly, um, I joke to some of my friends, I feel like a dinosaur sometimes. And I know I'm absolutely not by any way, shape or means. So it's just one of those things that happen, right? But I think when you close yourself off to learning and, you know, really learning from the younger generation, especially like you lose the magic, like you lose such an opportunity to grow. And the thing is, is you're not gonna be for everybody either. Like my work's not gonna resonate with everybody and that's fine. That's why we have so many amazing spiritual teachers and manifestation teachers because people will resonate with different things. And that's why it's so fantastic to have a whole variety of things so that, you know, these like this event that I mentioned, for example, they could attract maybe a younger audience to that event through having someone a bit younger. Do you know what I mean? So I feel like a lot of the time people close themselves off to actually expanding in so many ways and being inclusive in so many ways as well. Um, so believe me, it, it, it's been a wild ride over these seven years. And it's just so interesting. And I've experienced it in every single one of my jobs as well. So let's take it back to the beginning. So when I was 19, just about to turn 20, I got a job role in one of the UK's leading banks as a banking manager. And that is very, very unheard of. And also, um, I had no banking experience or finance experience before that. I had sales experience, but no banking experience or finance experience. Bearing in mind, this is a girl who has no GCSE in maths either as well. <laughs> I got a D. Three times I got a D. I was one mark off. I was like, ah. So again, like all the odds were against me and I managed to get that job and I was super chuffed and super proud and everyone was like super chuffed and super proud that I got this job. But I was constantly, constantly judged upon my age and my experience. And you can imagine I was 19. I had no bloody idea what I was doing at that point. And I was going through hugely, hugely transformative seasons in my life as well. This was the beginning of the whole journey that I share with you, you know, my awakening and how I started my couponing business and things like that. And then when I then started my couponing business, guess what? I was again judged for how young I was. And obviously there are fantastic money saving experts here in the UK already. And I was judged upon that as well of like, what do you know? Like, what do you know? Like you've just started out, like you're young, you're naive, all this stuff. Like I heard it all. And it was so deflating to hear this from industry experts in that field, from producers, from, oh gosh, like so much over the years, but I kept pushing on regardless. And I was like, I remembered my mission. I remember my why of this is not about age. Like people can relate to people at any freaking age, right? It's actually about helping people. And I just kept that in my heart. And I just kept that in my soul of my purpose is stronger than people's limiting beliefs around age. And again, when I transitioned into the spiritual sphere, I heard it in so many different arenas and so many different spaces. And even like peers that I've worked with, there's been like just really low key, subtle ageism comments. And again, this energy of like, they don't think I deserve to be there because of my age. Now, that is my perception of the situation. It could be hugely freaking different. But again, my friends and my team have ex read and experienced those things with me. And again, we both agree, like, let's just call it what it is. Like, don't make excuses for it. Let's just call it what it is. <laughs> and it's difficult to do that sometimes because at the end of the day, you wanna believe the best in people. I'm always someone who wants to see the best in people, but at the end of the day, it's just disrespectful. And if you don't resonate with someone or whatever, like don't try and get on their podcast, like don't try and work with them. Like you either resonate with them or not. You're either gonna support them and give your all or not, you know? And I'm always someone who like supports and cheerleads people. And like you guys will know, like I very much, go on people's podcasts and I invite them on mine and we collaborate, they come in the membership, I go in their membership. Like I am someone who loves collaborating and supporting people. Like I bring other law of attraction experts onto the podcast because you know, people are gonna resonate with different things, right? There's no like threat or competition or anything like that. But unfortunately that's not always what my experiences have been in the receiving end of it. And 
I've even had my Saturn return judged and this was, <laughs> this one did make me laugh. So I went to Danielle Page in the end and I asked her and I was like, right, I've had a few people who have told me that I'm not going through my Saturn return, even though I know from your course that I've done, I am going through my Saturn return. And she was, she was pissing herself and she was like, Emma, they are talking out of their ass. Like, you know, you're going through your Saturn return. So it's like, even my Saturn return, which is all around age has been judged. <laughs> I'm like, bloody hell, I can't even have a Saturn return in peace. Do you know what I mean? And all of this brought it back to me of, you know yourself best. And I want you to take that reminder away of this like rabble that I've started this podcast off with. You know yourself better than anybody else. And I knew intuitively I was going through my Saturn return and like the experiences that I was going through, the up-leveling, the transformation, like it was bloody obvious. I got diagnosed with PTSD. I was doing the deepest healing of my life. It was really obvious. The massive changes in my identity, the unraveling of my identities, all of it, classic Saturn return. But again, someone who didn't know me and was reading, you know, something off paper or from their experiences was telling me that I wasn't experiencing what I knew in my heart I was experiencing. And I think when we deny someone's reality or, and again, I'm not just talking about Saturn returns here, well, I'm talking about everything. When you deny someone's reality or don't, I guess, keep yourself open to being wrong, and you know, being right, being wrong, whatever, like you lose so much opportunity for to learn things. And I think that's where people like really close themselves off to a lot of things, which I wanna come to um, a little later on. And to give you another example of denying people's experiences and realities, I wanna share a DM that I actually got from someone who had read my book. And if this person is listening to this podcast, like I wanna share again, why it's a positive you sent this and that there's no shade. Like I appreciate and love so many people, but this is again, an experience that I have in this industry of my age and something which people are going to be experiencing daily in all in all careers, right? So I received a DM from a person and they weren't actually following me, but I received a DM from a person saying that they had bought my book, Hurt Healing Healed, and they read it and they loved it. And that um, basically like they'd gone, it was like reading their own story. They'd gone through pretty much like everything that I'd gone through, but then they finished this DM off with, but you're 27 or I was 27 when I went through it. And I think they said they were 42. I can't remember the age, but she was like, and I'm 42. So how on earth am I ever gonna move past this? And I thought, wow, okay, what a way to ask for advice. First of all, like if you're asking for free advice, um, could have done it a little bit of a more gentler way, but okay. But it really like took me aback that DM because I don't share everything that has happened in my life in my books for obvious reasons, because it's about you, the reader. It's not about let's read all about Emma's trauma and all her life experiences and the childhood trauma she went through and her what caused her PTSD and what caused her depression and anxiety. Like that's not what I'm about at all. And I share obviously, you know, the synopsis of things to give context, but obviously those books are for you. They're books for you to heal. And I thought, wow, what a way to devalue my experiences and my trauma and my PTSD just because of my age. Like it doesn't matter what age we go through things. Like if you went through something when you were two years old versus 30 years old, it's gonna be still hugely traumatic to that person. And it also comes down to trauma comparison as well of, you know, someone being like, well, you've gone through that. Well, I've gone through worse. Like, it's just not necessary. Every single person, whether it's a big T or a little T, as um, Gabor Mate says in terms of trauma, is gonna feel hugely impactful to that person. And comparing traumas or devaluing someone's trauma or saying it's not as traumatic because of X, Y, Z, is just re-traumatic for that person and is so insensitive in so many ways because again, like I give this example in her Healing Healed of like people, for example, who experience miscarriages or loss of children. It's so hugely hard for them because they don't have a physical thing to grieve and the world will tell them. And most of the time the world doesn't even know that pregnancy's happened a lot of the time. So people may 
deem their trauma more serious than that person who's lost a baby, for example, because they're like, well, I've lost a physical person, I've done this, like it was worse. And, but to that person who's experienced a miscarriage, that could have traumatized them so, so much. And of course it would have, it's a hugely, huge, awful loss that has happened to someone. And again, it doesn't matter what's happened, what age, it's still hugely traumatic for that person. And we have to see that and witness that. So to that person who sent that DM, she's clearly gone through a hugely traumatic time. And like, God, I'm so glad she's got that book to help and guide her, right? But sending the author a DM saying, well, you went through it at 27, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And I've always been told by the psychics and mentors and counselors I've worked through, like you did not choose an easy life, like soul contract. Like the hugely traumatic and up-leveling things I've gone through throughout my whole life, let alone the last 10 years, most people don't go through in their whole lifetime. And again, like I wouldn't wish this on anybody at all. And like, believe me, if I if I could choose an easier life path, oh boy, I would. But would I be the person that I am today if I chose that easier life path? No, of course not. So it's all relative. And again, it's not a, a point of comparison. It's not like who has the worst trauma, like Jesus. Like if we could all just not go through that stuff and live happy lives, like I'm sure we would all choose that, right? So at the end of the day, it's when people put that comparison on trauma or comparison on age or comparison on anything, all it's doing is closing you off. All it's doing is separating you. All it's doing is creating duality and separation and disconnection from yourself. Not from the other person, from yourself. It just sucks for the other person to experience that. But my message with this is, is that we all experience this ageism in some ways, especially as women. Like, oh my gosh, it's more, I feel it's so more rife, but men can absolutely experience this as well. Like this is not exclusive. We know that this exists in so many different cultures in so many different career paths in so many, like if you run your own business, like we know that age shows up in so many different ways. And I'm not in any way, shape or form saying this is exclusive to me. Like, gosh, no, like I hear it all the time in my coaching sessions. I hear it with my friends, my family. And age is just a restriction. And let's talk about the flip side of like people who feel they're too old for stuff. So a really, so again, for full transparency, an issue that I went to my therapist with last week when we were talking about this age and this disrespect and obviously like this frustration around people continually bringing up my age, is I said to him, I feel so confused Trevor because I feel too old because I'm hitting 30 this year. So I said, I'm battling the social conditioning of being too old and having a shelf life and feeling like I have to suddenly settle down, get married, have all these societal pressures. And also my career is like, you know, I've got a shelf life as a career, like all of these societal pressures that so many women feel, I'm now feeling that as I hit 30, but also knowing in my soul that's rubbish. But also I'm still constantly being told, even at the age of nearly 30, that I'm too young in this industry to know, to have a publishing deal, to know what on earth I'm on about, to teach, you name it. So I said, I don't know where I sit. And I said, I don't actually know where I belong at the moment, like in that, in this feeling and this trigger that was coming up, because I said, how can I be too old and too young at the same time? I said, I almost want to laugh. So we did laugh about it. And again, that's when he said about the like, you know, you know your soul has had so many lifetimes here before. And again, like we all have, all of us have. And we know that age is just a number and age is just a human construct. Um, My amazing boyfriend always says to me, um, as a joke, of course, but he speaks the truth with it. You know, when I talk about identities to him or I talk about these frustration, he's like, but it's just a human 3D construct, Emma. You know none of this exists. And I know he says it to humor me, but I'm like, but that is the reminder that I do need at that time. And it's so freaking true. So age is a restriction, just like identity is a restriction. When we're judging people, judging ourselves, like with myself feeling that like, you know, comparison. And again, like coexisting in that space of feeling too old and too young continuously. Like it hugely blocked my alignment and created huge 
blocks in my alignment recently. Like it has over the years, of course, like, you know, obviously this is not a recent thing, you know, it's happened for years, but like with the particular thing that triggered this time, again, which I work on and I hugely know there's a mirror here for me and something in me that needs to be healed. So accountability queen here. This is not me sharing just to be like, oh, you know, oh boohoo, these said things are said about me. It's for me to say, no, this is an opportunity for me to heal something within myself and also, it's bringing this conversation to the podcast that if anybody else feels deflated by this or has had these experiences, please know you're not alone. Please know that there's help there. And please know that you don't have to experience that. Like we shouldn't just tolerate these things either. And ageism happens on the other flip side too, of feeling too old, you know, especially women, like there's such this conditioning in our society of like around beauty and around age and around your career and having like a sell-by date, like all of us women feel these things all of the time. And I just wanna be that reminder to you of wherever you fit on the scale, whatever belief you feel, whatever pressure you're feeling with your age, it's all bullshit. Age does not exist. You are you. You are an incredible soul who has lifetimes of wisdom. And then, and remember, the universe is endless. Okay, this life may end eventually. And of course, every season of our life changes our focuses. We may not be able to give our all to our career, you know, for every blooming season of our life, right? But that's the natural evolution of life. But the societal conditioning around, you know, you're too old to start that course or you're too old to learn a new skill or you're too old to launch a business, absolute rubbish. My mum launched her candle company when she was 55 years old. And she, I remember in the beginning was like, I can't do this. Like, I don't know how to get my head around social media. My mum has 15,000 followers now. I think it's 16,000. She had a hugely successful candle business until she decided to close it last year because she wanted to enjoy her retirement. And can I blame her? No. Um, but she freaking nailed, like, and still nails social media continuously. And that's her, well, she's 60 this year, although she would kill me for saying that. She wouldn't let me tell everyone on Instagram that. So she's turned 60 this year and I'm turning 30 this year. So you can see the two ends of the scale here of someone who's continuously told they're too young to do what they do in, again, a multitude of industries I've worked in. And also she felt that societal pressure of feeling too old to start new, to launch a business, to learn a new skill, to learn social media, to be on social media. And gosh, trust me, I feel like a dinosaur when I'm on TikTok. Like I love TikTok, I love watching it, I love getting inspo from it. But most of the time I'm like, God, I feel so old. (laughs) I know it sounds so ridiculous, but I know a lot of people around our like millennial generation who do feel the same of like, I'm too old to be on TikTok, but we do it because fuck it, why not? You know what I mean? Like enjoy it, embrace it, do it anyway. Because age is just a number. It's a 3D human construct. Our soul does not think, you know, my soul is not 30 years old. My soul's probably like, I don't know, blooming decades or like, sorry, not decades, hundreds of years old. You know what I mean? Like, who knows? We just don't know these things, right? But having these constructs that limit us, that create comparison and that create separation are taking every freaking part of spirituality away from us and taking that real human connection away from us as well of like, why does it matter how old someone is? Why does it matter about these societal norms and everything that we feel so pressured by as women in this society? Like, none of it matters. None of it matters. Like, literally none of it matters. Up in spirit, none of this matters. We're just here to serve our purpose. We're here to learn the things that we've decided to come down here and learn on human earth in the school of life. And we've already liked it. And the thing is, another thing as well, it's just gonna get keep young, it's gonna keep getting younger with every generation. So I see what, oh my gosh, wokeness, my God kids are born, like have been born with. And like, I learned so much from my six year old goddaughter all the time. Like her energy, the things, like you look at Greta Thunberg, another incredible example of a incredibly intelligent, amazing young person who wants to create change in the world. 
Like, it's just gonna keep happening. And we, us old folk, even though I'm not old and none of us are old, we have to keep adapting with that. We have to realize that times are changing, like things are always evolving. And I think there's always that like pressure, especially like as we're taught as women, that this younger, hotter version of ourselves is gonna come and replace us. But, and this is true. And I actually interviewed someone on the podcast today, Marites Allen. We actually had our conversation earlier on today. And she herself said at 60 years old, and boy, does she look freaking amazing for 60. Go watch the YouTube video of it. She's incredible. And she said, you know, around these themes of like, age is just a number. Like, you know, if I was worried about, she said, I've been doing this 20 years. And, you know, she said like, there's always a time and space. Like you think it's gonna run out, but Feng Shui teaches us time and age don't exist. And I was like, "Mm mm-mm, this is gonna, I'm gonna quote this later in my identity and age podcast I'm gonna record because it's so true. We think that things are gonna run out and the opportunities are gonna dry out. And with age, younger people have more opportunities, which some degree could be, you know, true in terms of like, time privilege and like sometimes like mobility and health privilege. Well, I don't wanna call it privilege, but do you know what I mean? Like, yes, there are some things that with age do change, of course, we know that, right? Health and time and everything does change. Our commitments change and stuff as we enter new seasons of our life. But I really love what Marites shared because it's so true of like, you look at like Louise Hay, Wayne Dyer, Marianne Williamson. Well, Marianne Williamson's still alive, so I'm not gonna include her in this example. But she is an incredible force. Like she is running to be freaking president. Like fuck yes, Marianne, love you. Sorry for the swearing in this episode as well, guys, but I'm very passionate about this. She's running for president. Like, and she's been a hugely pivotal spiritual teacher in this sphere for decades. Oh, well over 20 years now. Her books have shaped so much of spirituality. And imagine if someone said to Marianne, babes, I think you should just take a seat now. Like, give it a rest. You've, you've done your time. <laughs> like, stop. No. Louise Hay and Wayne Dyer worked until their dying, like, breath. Like, they worked up until they died. And again, hugely inspirational people who have shaped the spiritual community with their fantastic books, fantastic teachings, and were true embodiments of living their purpose of like, until the day they died, quite literally. And there's a quote I also want to share as well here um, that I've seen, which says, I didn't reach my athletic peak um, until I was 43. I didn't write my first book until I was 44. I didn't start my podcast until I was 45. At 30, I thought my life was over. At 52, I know it's just beginning. Keep running, never give up and watch your kite soar. That's from Rich Roll. And I've seen so many posts like this, like, um, Oh gosh, J.K. Rowling, I forgot he wrote Harry Potter then. J.K. Rowling didn't write those books until well into later in life. And look at her saw now. Like, imagine if she was like, I'm too old to write that book. We wouldn't have Harry freaking Potter. Like, this is what I mean here of it just proves time and time again that age is just a number and you are so capable of achieving so much in your life at any age, whether it's really young or well into your 60s, it doesn't matter. You are on time. You are where you're meant to be and everything is working out as it's meant to for you. Like there is no rush. And I think there feels this like energetic rush of sorts of like, you have to achieve this by this age or you should be here by now. Why aren't you there by now? And it's like, who's creating these timescales? Who's creating this rush? when we fall victim to that rush, that like societal rush or, you know, external rush, we rob ourselves of exactly where we're meant to be. We rob ourselves of the universe reminding us that we are always exactly where we're meant to be. There is enough time, there's enough resources, there's enough success. The universe is not limited and it never has been and never will be. So you're exactly where you're meant to be and everything is gonna work out in the exact timing it is meant to. So you can see there, like imagine if these people, and I would love to have a conversation with, well obviously Wayne and Louise are sadly passed, but you know, even like someone like Marianne Williamson of like, do you feel the pressure with your age? Like on the flip side, have you felt those pressures? Because like imagine if they stopped doing what they did because of their age, like, we would not have the incredible books and teachings and wisdom that they carry from 
decades and decades of their work. So actually, we're just like fine wine. We just get better with age because of course our consciousness expands, we learn more lessons, we have more lived experience. So there's nothing wrong with being young, but equally when you're like, if you're feeling too old for something, you're a fine wine darling. Like you've aged beautifully and your wisdom and your skills and your knowledge, whatever it is you wanna do are still so valid. Because imagine what the likes of my generation can learn from you and what you can learn from our generation as well. And that's the beauty of it. We can learn so much from both generations and all generations. There isn't just two, there's all generations. And you know, in my career, I've coached women in their eighties. Yep. And I've coached women who, are literally just turning 18 and even younger sometimes with their parents present. So I have coached a whole magnitude of people over the years. And imagine if those 80 year old women were like, I'm not gonna work with Emma. She's 27 or whatever age I was at the time. Like I'm an 80 year old woman, I know better. Like we had a blast and, I, and I've and i always had older friends. Hold up, what was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Always, I've always had friends in their 30s and their 40s and the people around me can't understand it. And I'm like, I'm an old soul. Like I just gravitate more towards that. But on the flip side, I have friends who are in their early twenties and it feels no different. It feels no different. We're all an energetic match. We support, we love, we hold one another. I've got friends my own age as well. And it all feels good because age is just a number. Age is just a number. And all of us, like they come around to when I have barbecues and stuff, they all get on. And you think sometimes there's like 20 years age difference in that. And people generally don't understand how I, you know, actively have a lot of older friends. And like, you just wouldn't even be able to tell that there's an age difference between us because none of it matters. We all just love and exist together and want to support and be amazing friends to one another. So I think I've always had that in me of like, I've never seen age. I just never have because... Um, I think that comes down to personal experiences in some cases, but I think like my soul's just always known, you know, like this is what you're gonna do. This is what you're here to do. And I think just staying curious is so important. Like staying curious with learning from the younger generation and staying curious from learning from the older generation as well, or older generations. I'm not calling people old, just to clarify, like older generations. Um, there are so many downloads in the younger generation as well because they're coming through clearer and clearer and clearer channels. And again, for people who are tapped into spirituality, you're probably gonna be very open and think, gosh, we can learn so much from children. Like, but I just mean on a general scale for those who maybe aren't so aware of that. Like, oh my gosh, the amount of amazing work that's coming through the younger generation, even to me, like in their 20s and younger, like, wow, I am so excited to see what happens over the years. So I think we've just gotta, you know, get wise to it and work with it that 
people are going to do more and more and more until their dying days and that's a huge celebration and we should fully celebrate that and continue to live longer as well and we're also going to have a case of like people are going to continue to awaken younger get wiser younger up level younger and that's a huge benefit as well because that's all going to change the collective energy in such a positive way and there's just so much opportunity to learn so much from everybody as well But I will tell you one thing, and I've sat down with many people on this podcast, even Marites, as I shared earlier, in her 60s. And I've interviewed Wim Hof, I've interviewed Marianne Williamson, I've interviewed so many people of, oh my God, all different walks of life, but also different ages. And not once in the presence of these great, oh my God, inspirational people who have achieved incredible things in their life have I ever felt judged upon my age. Not once have I ever felt I shouldn't be having this conversation with them or do they think I sound really young and immature and I don't know what I'm on about, never. Because they are the most like, oh my gosh, the most welcoming, loving, amazing, warm people who again, don't see age because guess what? It's just another trap. It's another trap of the ego, the food for the ego that's like, oh, well, I can judge someone on their age or I'm better than someone. And it's, it's creating that divide and that pedestaling, which again, just separates people even more and disconnects them from themselves. And we have to remember, we are all one at source. We are all one. We are all equal. We are all one at source. It's this world, this earth that creates gosh, so many issues, right? So many issues of ageism, sexism, racism, all the isms, right? This world, this society is what creates them. Up in spirit, we are all equal. We are all one and the universe is limitless. So when we think of like, oh, are these opportunities gonna run out? As I'm getting older, am I not gonna be so relevant? Whatever whatever it is that's coming up for you, it's all rubbish because the universe, well, it's not rubbish to you because it's obviously important and it feels, you know, a lot to you. But to the universe, it's rubbish because the universe is unlimited. Abundance is unlimited. Imagine if like Louise Hay or Wayne Dyer were like, I don't think I should do this anymore because I think the opportunity is gonna run out. No, they knew, they knew in their soul of like, I am here to do this until my dying day. And people wanna listen because they worked hard their whole career. People wanna listen because what they're saying is facts and feels good and oh my God, their teachings are phenomenal, right? So imagine if, and maybe they did have those conversations. They were really good friends. So imagine if they had those conversations and were like, Wayne, should we do this anymore? I don't know, Louise, like maybe we're just getting too old. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to slow down for to enjoy your retirement and enjoy life too, of course. But like, imagine if they'd had those conversations about feeling too old, like maybe they did, right? We'll never know. But it's just so funny to me that we feel like these things are gonna run out or our luck's gonna run out. And sometimes that can just be lost. It doesn't even have to be to do with age, right? Um, But we have to remember that the universe is unlimited, abundance is unlimited, and that, you know, we're all gonna walk our paths. And ultimately, you know yourself best. You know yourself better than I do. You know yourself better than any teacher or guru does. And being sat in the same room or, you know, across computers speaking to these legendary people, I have never once felt judged in my life. Or I've never felt like, God, they must think I'm really young or like, you know, they've never spoken down to me or, you know, like done any weird stuff. It's all just been like, oh my gosh, the most hugely amazing conversations that have just filled my heart with so much joy. So we just need to remember, we just are. And I wanna bring this on to identity now because I've already rambled on for 40 minutes about this. So I hope so far this has resonated with, you know, anybody listening, even just one person. But identity keeps us trapped and a huge part of my healing journey has been around unraveling identities, identities that have been placed on me, societal identities and trauma identities as well. And the one big breakthrough that I had last year around identity was that I don't need any identities. I was trying to release a trauma identity by replacing it with a new identity. And the more I lean in and learn about identity work. And again, through having my counseling sessions and PTSD sessions um, 
around my cognitive and trauma side of things, the more I realized that the identities are what keep me stuck. And the identities are the things that trap me in this place of comparison that make me feel not enough, whether it's too young, too old, whatever. They keep, they have kept me in this place previously of staying in trauma. They have kept me in this place of not feeling enough. And as soon as I realize this trap of identities and identities can come in many ways, shape and form, like that's a whole, that it's a whole chapter in the book. It's a whole, a whole thing. And again, literally the, again, when all this stuff was coming up a couple of weeks ago around being too young, too old, I was saying as well, like, I also don't know where I fit in because I'm not a mum. I'm a dog mum, but I'm not like a physical baby mum. I'm not married yet. Like in the eyes of society and in the eyes of my niche, like, yeah, like where do I fit? I'm this like childless, I'm in a relationship, but like, you know, a childless unmarried woman who's turning 30, like I was like, oh, I don't quite know where I fit. And this was just more comparison and more identities. And George said to me, Emma, we are the freaking outcasts. And that's not a bad thing. He was like, we're not meant to fit into any of these norms and any of these societal like um, identities because we're not meant to, we're spiritual as fuck. And like, you know, we're here to be the outcasts and the misfits. All of us are to, re- no, I don't wanna say rebel, but like to, you know, break down all of what has not been working in society and knowing that it's okay to be yourself. You don't have to fit in these boxes. You don't have to fit in these tick boxes of mum or wife or gosh, like there's so many, right? So many, I'd be here for hours listing them all. We don't have to fit in any of them if we don't want to, or we can fit in all of them if we want to. Like this is the thing, it's taking it away from the identity and actually more of the embodiment of what your soul truly wants. There's nothing wrong with wanting those things. And I want some of those things, absolutely. So there are some identities that I'm happy to, you know, claim when the time is right, you know? But also it's about, well, it doesn't need to be an identity in the way that we see it as, you know, comparison or whatever we think that identity will bring us. It's actually more of like, you're just the embodiment of you and how you choose to express yourself and how you choose to live your life is only your business. Nobody else's, only your business. And I really needed George to say that to me on that day because it reminded me of like, oh my gosh, throughout my whole life, I've always been like, not an outcast, I've always had friends, I've always like, you know, felt very like accepted and, you know, held by the people around me at that time. But I have always been like the black sheep of the family. I have always been, um, you know, part of the weird gang at school and stuff. And I don't regret that. I fully love that. And it's, you know, again, even if you weren't or didn't have the same experiences as me, or like maybe you're in the popular crowd, whatever, it's not shaming anything. All of it is valid and all of it is fine. Like you fit in where you want to be, but very much so on the spiritual journey, you probably are gonna be or feel like a bit like an an outsider because people haven't always got it or they have judged in the past. Thankfully now manifestation and spirituality is so much more talked about and accepted, praise the Lord be. So it is getting better and more people aren't seeing it as weird. So it's fantastic to see that change and transformation myself over the last seven years of my own journey. So again, the ego wants to believe in time. It wants to believe in age. It wants to believe in these constructs that are no fault of our own. These are just part of this life, part of this earth, part of this place we've grown up in, right? But we have to connect back to that soul and realize that age is just a number. Time is just a number, time does not exist, right? It, you know, time does not even happen in a linear pattern. We are both ourselves, our future selves and our past life selves all at the same time. So when, you know, if you and I sat across from each other at a table and had a cup of tea and had it, oh, we've got to bring the snacks too, of course, but like, you know, spoke about any topic, you're bringing your wisdom, not just from this lifetime, but all your lifetimes, your soul, that's your soul talking to me, right? Vice versa, I'm gonna talk to you from my soul where you're getting this Emma, but also past life versions of myself and all the experiences I've had from that and also my future lives and future self as well. So 
this is maybe quite a spiritual podcast um, to talk about like the topics and notions of it. But I think we all need this reminder sometimes of don't let the 3D human constructs, as my boyfriend says to me, and he is so much wiser than he lets on as well about all of this. um, Don't let them judge, like don't let them cloud your judgment. Don't let them cloud your true alignment as well. Because I can't even begin to tell you how much realignment I've had to do over the years by these things that have chipped away at me or I've like fallen into those traps of identity. And falling into those traps of identity just kept me traumatized, they kept me small, they kept me limited, they kept me feeling a constant state of comparison, that I wasn't enough, that I was on this timeline of a whole ton of stuff which just isn't true. And we need to drop all these identities, release them. You don't need identities, you just need to be yourself. You don't need identities, you just need to embody your true, abundant, highest, vibrant version of yourself. You don't need identities because identities keep us safe. Identities keep us in a safe, small place of which they were designed and constructed, right? to keep us in those small safe places. And they do serve a purpose to some degree, of course, like everything. But ultimately, if you feel that these identities and these societal norms and your age is keeping you restricted, drop it all and run. <laughs> like, well, don't run, but like drop it all. Drop it all, you don't need it, it's not serving you. And I absolutely love the community, like obviously the community I have here with you guys because I never feel judged. And it's really funny when I was drafting out the points I wanted to cover in this podcast, so it had some structure. Ironically, I had two emails from, oh my gosh, the loveliest people. And it made me cry because I just felt so emotional because I was writing this podcast notes of like what I wanna talk about and obviously reflecting upon all the experiences over the years and stuff. And these two people all sent, like both sent this very similar email and it just said, I hope you feel really, really proud of all you've achieved and you, you know, you celebrate this because like, thank you so much for the work that you've done. And it really took me back because I don't think I do celebrate myself enough all of the time. So it was a good reminder. Thank you to these two people who sent me those emails. But also it just again reminded me of I don't even know how old these people are or any of their history or anything about them really apart from their name on the email. But like, what a lovely thing to send to just make my day and put a smile on my face. Like, we're not looking at age or identity there or anything. It's a blank email of love, right? They can't see me, I can't see them. Obviously they know what I look like and what I do, but I I can't see that with them. So it's interesting, isn't it? When we strip away all the humanness of things, how at the base, at the level, is always unconditional love. And I love the community that I'm in with you guys, my followers, but I also love the peer community that I'm in as well, where, oh my gosh, there are so many of us and we all support one another, we all share each other's books, we go on each other's podcasts, we go on each other's memberships, we send each other the most funniest DMs and voice note and check in with one another. And there is a huge amount of us and I, I'm so lucky to have all these people around me, like so lucky, I cannot even express that. Um, And even to have all you guys sending me the most loveliest emails and loveliest messages and I get to interact with you on Instagram and I love having chats with you and you telling me your good news and all of these things. Like it's just so magical to have that where we can connect from any time, anywhere in the world, any age, like my peer group ranges from like again, like, you know, even just from work peers, not friend, not friendship circles, but you know, people who are much younger than me versus people who are much older than me. And their energy is the same. We just support, we just love, we just wholeheartedly, unconditionally wanna see each other win and succeed and like raise each other up and support one another. And that's what life is about, right? That is what life is about, where we look outside of the constructs, we look outside of the identities, we look outside of age, race, everything. And we actually just freaking love each other unconditionally. And we just support one another and we just do it not with any expectation, not with anything to gain from it, but just because we want to. And those are my type of people. I tell you, like those I know are the people listening to this podcast, all of you amazing people. And they're the people that I get the pleasure of working with and collaborating with as well. So 
Don't let your ego cloud your judgment. Don't let your ego jump in and tell you that you can't do something or you're too old, you're too young. Because guess what? I'm both and I still didn't have the answers. So (laughs) what can you do? You can't win, right? So if you can't win and people are still gonna think that, does it even matter? Like drop it all. Because it doesn't matter what people think of you. Like people are either gonna resonate with you and your work or whatever it is you're doing or they're not. And that's okay because you're not for everybody and you don't need to be either. The right people will always follow you. The right people will always connect with you. The right people are always gonna send you just love just because they're gonna support you. They're gonna uplift you just because, right? And those are the people that matter. Those are the people that we need in our life, right? And in terms of yourself, in terms of like practical things, because you might be listening to this podcast and like, oh my God, thank God Emma's spoken about this. Like I've been experiencing this, I feel it. It comes down to self-worth, right? We have to know our worth enough to know that we are enough. We are, you know, wildly experienced in whatever way, age, shape or form that comes in. And you are enough, you deserve success. You deserve all the things that you want to achieve because you exist, that's why you deserve them. Not because you're old and you have experience or not because you're young and you have some other benefit or whatever, whatever the stories are, right? Just because you exist, you deserve it. Every single person on this planet deserves abundance, deserves love, deserves joy, and deserves so much greatness in their life just because you exist right? You don't even have to do anything. Just because you exist, you deserve that. So I really would say if this has hit home and resonated, (laughs) I mean, like I said, I'm actively working on this as well. This is not me saying like, I've nailed it. Like this, it came up literally a few weeks ago for me, hence why I felt called to do this podcast, hence why I booked in with Trevor, my trauma specialist. Um, And you know, I'm actively having these conversations with my friends as well, because it's something that is very potent right now, clearly. So I see the opportunity here for me to up-level my self-worth and to know my worth and to remind myself of that. And again, know how freaking awesome I am. And this is your excuse to know that too. This is your excuse and your reminder and permission slip to step into your worth more and know that you are wildly capable of achieving everything because you exist, because you do make the effort and you do show up and you are awesome at what you do and your industry needs you in whatever way, shape or form that looks like. You don't have to be self-employed for this to fit, right? Like drop the identities, drop the comparison and drop the ego that wants to categorize everybody and even yourself, right? We create so much misalignment with all of these identities that we hold in life. And I can't wait to share more about this in the new book. Um, And the book isn't about identities, just to clarify, it's about a whole nother bigger topic. But this is one of the things I really wanna talk about of why people get stuck with not manifesting their dreams is because they are stuck in this place of comparison. They are stuck in this place of thinking they have to do X, Y, Z by X, Y, Z rule because of these identities, because of trauma, because of societal norms, because of age. And we limit ourselves so hugely because of this. And I limited myself for years and I'm still unpacking that, right? (laughs) Like healing and the spiritual journey is a lifelong commitment. And imagine if I was to sit there being like, right, I've done all the inner work, I'm healed, I'm perfect. You know, like what opportunities? Like I would miss out on so many opportunities and I'd be lying for first of all, because every single human being is gonna learn until their last breath here on earth. But imagine if I didn't stay curious. Imagine if I thought I knew it all. Imagine if I thought that that was it. I knew all my teachings on manifestation. I never need to read another book again or do another course or anything like, God, that'd be so boring. And also I would limit myself. I would limit my capacity to grow and expand and help even more people in new and amazing ways and up-leveled ways as I grow and I experience things and I have those life lessons. But equally, I have spoken to some of the most like amazing souls over the years who have been through so much so young, like way younger than I did. And you just think like, wow, like obviously it sucks that you've had to go through those things to have this level of wisdom, but like, wow. Like, look at what's in front of you now. Having this wisdom at that age and you've got all this amazingness in front of you now in your adult years where you've got that awareness and that knowledge where a lot of people do it the other way around and they have these 
you know, situations happen in their older years, in their adult years, and then they wake up, then they realize, then they have that knowledge. And there's no right or wrong with it. Again, like we are all here living our own experiences. You know yourself best at the end of the day. But the way we learn things, the way we become wise, the way we up level is through experience. And I think having more compassion for everybody's path in life and everybody's experiences and you know like actually I saw Mel Robbins that was it Mel Robbins the other day shared on her Instagram stories that her husband Chris had literally just gone back to university to do his major um in I think it's psychology and she was like imagine if he didn't do that because he felt too old and this is what I'm on about like what an incredible opportunity that at his age I think she said he's in his 50s I could be wrong but at his age if it is his 50s you know he's going out he's staying curious he's willing to learn from people probably much younger than himself about all about psychology to help people like how amazing is that so you are never too old to do anything and you are never too young to do anything age is just a number if your soul knows that that is what you're meant to do and that you're ready please follow it please live your purpose please follow your joy and bliss don't let other people who place the restrictions on themselves or have their own limiting beliefs and fears project that onto you and again if you are feeling it there is a reason for that there is something within yourself that needs to be released hurt healing healed is your bestie for that so go grab yourself a copy of the book um, and again, as I said, I, I literally have not put every single trauma that I've been through in that book. Um, one, because I just don't think that that's needed. And, you know, the overall, you know, idea and gist of it is enough so that the book focuses on you and focuses on your healing, of course. Otherwise, it'd be an autobiography. It would not be a self-help book. And secondly, I uncovered actually a heck of a lot after I finished writing the book. So I have those answers now, whereas I didn't almost have the full picture and spectrum of my journey until I had completed the book, ironically. So we just never know what goes on in someone's life. We don't know what they're experiencing. We don't know how intense that feels for them. And believe me, PTSD is no joke. <laughs> it's a very intense and I take my hat off to anybody who is working through that and actively working to improve their mental health, their PTSD, like anything. Like I always think these are like the bravest, most amazing people because they have the courage to face that. They have the courage to up level. They have the courage to sit there and address what has happened in their life. And that takes a huge amount of courage, huge amount of courage. So to summarize and wrap up this podcast, I think this is generally the longest solo cast I've ever done, but you know what? Needed, hell of a, like it's needed, right? Because sometimes it's just needed. That vulnerability is needed, that grace is needed. And sometimes we just need to hear someone say it in a way that we've not heard it before for it to be like, aha, uh -huh, bingo, that makes sense. So I hope that it has helped you. And I hope that just hearing my experiences and conversations and my thoughts on this topic have helped to remind you of your innate power and remind you that you are so worthy and deserving of everything, everything. And it's just a case of you embodying it. That's it, simple. So grab a copy of Hurt Healing Healed. That will help you to identify anything that stops you from fully knowing your worth and anything else. It, it may not be specifically worth that is the trigger coming up here or the, the root, the cause. So working with the book is obviously great because then it's gonna help you to identify what's coming up for you, why it's not feeling great and help you to lovingly release that and transform into aligned manifesting. But it all comes down to alignment at the end of the day. It comes down to alignment and it comes down to not letting anybody steal that from you or stealing your alignment or stealing your shine or putting a dampener on things. Like you don't need that. So energy protection is a must. Reclaim your power. Please, please, please repeat this mantra daily. I reclaim my power. I call back all the lost pieces of myself. You are an amazing whole ass soul and you have lifetimes of experience and lifetimes of knowledge and wisdom. And please never let anybody tell you differently because I believe in you. I know you're wildly capable. I know you've got this and I know whatever it is that you wanna share with the world and help people with is needed. 
and the right people will always listen, the right people will always follow, the right people will always come and following your purpose and following whatever it is, is so, so important for your joy, your happiness. Nobody can ever take that away from you. And again, if someone's telling you that you're not going through your Saturn return or whatever the situation is, you know yourself best. You know yourself best. Nobody can tell you what is best for you other than yourself. So reclaim your power, know your worth, and know that identity, age, societal norms, pressures, conditioning, none of it exists. And we keep ourselves so trapped in these spaces and it doesn't need to be like that. Release those identities. Release the need to cling on to those identities and heal that need to cling on. Because when you release those identities, you connect to your core true self. You connect to the version of yourself that you are here to embody and be. You connect to your soul. You connect to that true essence and that true alignment, which you aren't able to do when you are feeling that separation, you're feeling that disconnectedness, you're in that place of ego and comparison, like you're just not able to feel any of that stuff. So releasing those identities is so important so that you can come back home to yourself, embrace your true authentic self and get to know yourself here and now without those identities. Because I tell you what, getting to know myself outside of my trauma identity was the most healing thing ever and so much fun because I was able to be like, okay, I don't need to come from that identity. I can drop that identity. And also who am I here and now? Who am I at my core? Who am I at my essence? Like that's so much fun to explore and dive into. Felt daunting of course at the beginning, but the most amazing journey as it unfolded and still continues to unfold as well. So I just want to leave that there with you. I hope this podcast has helped. I hope sharing um, some of my experiences and some of my inner work that comes up has helped you to feel less alone and given you some direction of how you can to step into your worth, step into abundance and step back into that alignment place where you connect back to yourself and know your awesomeness but please let me know your thoughts on this podcast did it resonate what are you going to take away what have been your experiences with identity and age and comparison and judgment tell me all I want to know um so you can let me know on instagram at i am emma mumford or in my law of attraction support group on Facebook, which is the Law of Attraction Support Group. Both links are below for that. But a big, big thank you for listening to my longest solo cast. I really, really appreciate it. And um, yeah, I feel like we've all received some healing from this. So I hope that um, it continues to serve you and has been the reminder and permission slip maybe that's been needed to love yourself that little bit more, step into your self-worth and reclaim your power. But thank you so much, gorgeous souls, for listening. I appreciate all your views and listens. Don't forget to subscribe if you're new here because I would love, love to see you again soon. Don't forget, you can join me in my free Law of Attraction support group over on Facebook where you can join myself and other like-minded souls where we talk all things Law of Attraction and spirituality. I hope you have a fabulous week, whatever you're up to, and I will see you all in my next podcast episode, which will be next week. Lots of love. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.